Do you enjoy listening to podcasts and think, man, I would like to make my own podcast? This is where I found myself last year, and I have learned a lot about what to do and a lot about what not to do. I'm offering consulting services to help you launch your podcast, especially if you're looking to make a more Christian or conservative-based podcast. Find out more information at faithfullyengaged.com. I have a link down in the description below if you would like help on getting your podcast started. Well, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Faithfully Engaged. So today's topic is about leadership. Um, a lot of you are leaders in different ways, whether it's leading your leading your family or leading a project at work. Um, but a lot of you probably don't know how to get started um, being a leader or what that even means. So my guest today knows a lot about leadership. So uh, Vamsi, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely, Johnny. First of all, great to be here on this show. And I really like your name, Faithfully Engaged. Really, really powerful, powerful name. So a little background about me. You can you can tell me by looking at my skin color. I'm not from US originally. I was born in India. And I left India almost like 23 years ago. And I lived in Singapore for some time. And then I came to US 20 years ago. I lived in various places, Tulsa, Tampa, uh, now finally settled in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So if you're coming from India, there are like a few options for you uh, being a kid. So one, you should be an engineer. If not, you should be a doctor. If not, parents will mark you as a failure. So <laughs> I happen to be the first one. I selected engineering as my main uh, main pathway. And I spent almost 23 years in this uh, engineering uh, path. Uh, I moved from my engineering career into more into the management side than more into the leadership side in the past, like maybe 25 years of my journey. And uh, I'm here now on, on your show. Excited, excited to be here. Great. Well, let, let me start just about your uh, your travels a little bit. We, we were talking um, off camera for just a second. So uh, most of you that are listening know I'm from Oklahoma and um, Bomsi was in, in Tulsa for, for quite some time. So uh, tell me just a, a little bit about, yeah, from India to all, all over the world. What's that been like growing up in a completely different area where, where you've ended up? Absolutely. Absolutely, Johnny. Uh, I never saw snow until I first landed in U.S. And I landed here on January 29th. That is uh, middle of uh, nowhere, which is like a Columbus, Ohio. I came out from the airport and I saw like everything is so cold outside. Everything is like a really, really uh, different. So first time I experienced the snow. So uh, me back in India, it's only like always uh, one season. It's a hot, hotter, hottest. So <laughs> depends on the season. If it is like a December, Christmas time, it's going to be hot. If it is like a March, it's going to be hotter. If it is like April, June, it's like a hottest. You you can't you can't even like imagine the places in India. So from there to here, it's completely like a shift in uh, uh, everything in me and uh, new environment, new people, new culture. Everything is different. On India, the driving is completely another side, opposite side. We follow the British system back in India. We used to follow. Now everything is different. So, yeah, a lot of changes uh, happened in, in this journey. And my time in Tulsa was uh, pretty, pretty quick. Like uh, I used to work for a company called MCI. Later, uh, Verizon bought that company. 
and uh, I became a Verizon employee. I stayed there for some time and uh, my wife and I decided uh, we wanted to uh, live somewhere where we get access to some of our friends and family members and we selected Pittsburgh is in between uh, two major places like New York and uh, Chicago. So that's the reason uh, we, we ended up uh, moving here and we stayed here for almost like 18 years now, 18, 19 yeah, very cool. I, I always enjoy hearing uh, people's stories like that. Uh, so a little bit about myself. So my sister and I, um, the only place that we moved growing up was from one side of town to the other. Now that that was it, and that was when I was when I was four. So we didn't really move mm. much, but both of our parents moved a ton growing up. Um, my dad, he calculated once how many elementary schools he went to. I don't, I don't remember what it is now, but it was a lot. It was like more than the amount of grades he, he was in, in in elementary school. So um, it's always interesting to me hearing stories of people that have moved around a lot and the difference between kind of what more of what I've been used to of living mostly in the same place. And um, there's pros and cons to both, but I love hearing those, uh, just those stories of how different, different places can be. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's uh, funny that uh, when I was younger back in India, Johnny, I, I never traveled outside of my state for entire my uh, childhood. And the very first time I traveled outside was out of the country. And that country happened to be Singapore. And me and one of my buddy, we both uh, got on a plane and we both were on vis- visitor's visa to go into uh, explore what are the opportunities in Singapore. At that point, I had a very little bit understanding about where Singapore is. My friend was like thinking Singapore is somewhere in the map. We are discussing having that conversation in the flight. The flight is taking off and we are seeing the screen in front of us. That was the first time we are getting onto the flight as well. And he was pointing, Singapore might be there. And I was saying that, no, 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 Singapore is going to be here on this side of the the earth. And who the guy who's sitting next to us uh, looking at, both of us and say, are you guys sure what you're talking about? You don't know where Singapore is and you are on the flight to Sing- on the way to Singapore. And I said like, yeah, this is the first time moving out from our hometown. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 That, so, so, yeah. That's always so fun to, to, to hear that. And um, I'm sure you learned a lot from, from going out to Singapore, Singapore. Absolutely. That's, that's a game changer. Little, little background, uh, Johnny. Every time, when we stay in the comfort zone, our growth is only happening in an incremental way. It's a linear growth. The moment we step out from our comfort zone, all the magical things are going to happen for us. The same thing that happened to me before moving to Singapore, I was working in India as a as a software programmer and I was making about $30 a month. And at, at that time, $30 a month, I was like 19 years old, 20 years old. It was it was a decent money there. So I say like it's good for my pocket money, good for my bike and uh, gasoline, uh, no compliance. But the moment I moved from India to Singapore, my monthly income, not only 10x, it 100x. Mm. I went from $30 a month to $3,000 a month. That was like a big shift for me. I said like, wow, this is so big. Right. So the lesson here is always like whatever that we are looking for, this could be more growth or maybe more happiness, more maybe uh, uh, fulfillment. It is outside of the comfort zone. The moment we 
step out from there, that is where we're going to be tapping into that. And we can we can just like a demand, sky's the limit there. Always like a, there is a comfort zone. If you are in the same home, you're running the same thing for more than a year, you are addicted to the comfort zone. I think our goal is to just like get out from there and see what is possible. I, I think there's a lot that we can jump into that. Um, of that comfort zone, um, how can you tell or or what are some things to look for over, okay, I hear I need to get out of my comfort zone, but but where, where how what type of uh, discomfort do I need to put myself in? Like what what are some tips you give the audience of how you can effectively get out of your comfort zone? Yeah, sometimes like uh, these things are not that, uh, uh, doesn't have to be that crazy like I did when I was in uh, India going out from, uh, going nowhere to directly going, crossing the country and going to foreign land. You can start this with uh, something very, very simple, Johnny. This is uh, a challenge that I asked all of my clients to do this month. Just go and give your body an ice bath. I know it's it's like a fall season. Everybody's getting ready for the, the colder temperatures. But how about you bring four big bags, like a 20 bags, 20-pound uh, bags of ice and put into your bathtub and give yourself like a 90 seconds of ice bath. Every cell in your body is going to say no. That is where you are having a conversation with your mind and say, I really wanted to try. I really wanted to try something against my mind's whatever that's saying right so this is like a starting point it's so it's like it's going to ignite many dominoes down the road because every single thing what we are doing our mind our brain is trying to put us into a comfortable zone because the brain's intention is we don't want to get hurt we don't want to get like maybe upset we don't want to get like maybe uh judged in front of other people and by doing these small activities, like taking a cold shower, maybe getting an ice bath, you are telling your brain, hey, I'm going against your will. And these things will help when you are making a bigger decisions. And uh, most of your audience are like maybe looking for some leadership advice. And sometimes, you know, leadership advice, it's not like you need to go to Macy's and buy a $700 suit. It's, it can happen in your bathroom with the cold water and say, just like a show your leadership there, just commit to something and just do that. No matter what your brain's saying, no matter what your body's saying, no matter what your family members are saying, just go and do it. And that's how you build that muscle. It's like a muscle. We go to gym, we lift weights every, every day. If you keep lifting uh, the weights, automatically the muscle will grow the same way this one as well. You know, it's really interesting you bring up uh, weightlifting as that example there. Uh, that's something in my in my counseling practice. I use that as an example often with my clients that when we're talking about, let's say, communication, um, I'll, I'll emphasize with the clients that communication really isn't that complicated. There's not a lot of moving pieces to it. We we listen better and we're more assertive and and the things that we we say. Um, so it's not complicated. It's just it takes discipline. And, and I use the that kind of uh, language there of going to the gym. Going to the gym is not complicated. You, you pick up mm -hmm. weights and you you put it down. There's not a lot to it. It's again that discipline and showing up and doing the work. Um, and it sounds like being. Uh, being able to be 
uncomfortable is very much that same type of discipline mindset. You got to set your mind to do it. Um, and you're not always going to feel like doing it, but it's important uh, to do it anyways. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, the fear is something that we are going to have no matter where we are. And uh, we, we just need to acknowledge that there is a fear, but just do it anyway. So that way we get the results that we want. Yeah. So kind of going a little bit more into just leadership in and of itself, uh, that's something that I know a lot of us um, maybe have just heard kind of broad things, uh, trying to be, a. it's good to be a leader, be a leader, not a follower, and uh, the, just these really broad things. Um, but can you break, us, break it down maybe a little bit um, even more simpler of why why it's important for everybody to be a leader in some way, shape, or form? Absolutely. So leadership is not something based on the title. Leadership is not based on the size of your office or number of uh, employees reporting to you or number of followers you have on the social media, which is something who you are. You could be uh, a security guard. You could be just uh, working in a small job in a grocery store. You can still be a leader. It's not about your anything what you are doing materially. It's about who you are being in the moment. And all of us can become leader. Leadership is something we can design and cultivate at any point in our life. You don't have to go to Harvard or you don't need to get 10-year diploma from somewhere to be a, called as a leader, you can just like a start stepping into the way you are talking to other people, the way you are showing up, the way you are listening to other person. Are you being like a leader there? Are you just like being a leader at home with your kids? Are you being leader with your partner, with your parents? There are many ways, many angles that we can uh, look into this, but it's, it's definitely not a title or something that many people think I wanted to be a leader. No. Uh, it's it's not like that. It can be you can be leader any time, and nobody's going to just like a, a brand as hey we got we we got a uh, leader. They say like you got a boy or girl when you born. They say like we got a leader. That is something that you become that person mm -hmm. by behaving uh, such a way. It's all about taking the personal responsibility and owning what 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 exactly that you are doing. Yeah, I, I like that you're not tying that into a specific like job title or being uh, some type of even just even finances at all. It, that can certainly be a, a, a type of leadership, no doubt. But I absolutely love that you brought in bringing in into your family. Um, that's something that I talk often about that it's built into me that I am leading helping lead my wife, leading my kids. Um, that's my important, the most important leadership that I have. Um, and that doesn't give me any money uh, to do that. Now, finances mm -hmm. are a piece of that um, to, for me to be, to be able to provide for them and everything. But that is absolutely leadership. I, I think we do ourselves a disservice by only seeing uh, like Elon Musk or some you know billionaire or something like, oh, well, that, that's a leader. Well, I mean, they are, but there's, uh, to your point, there's leaders all over the place and it's something you, you become. And I wanted to, I really liked how you pointed that out too. How does one 
become a leader? What what steps do they need to start taking in order to really be, well, and not just a leader, but being an effective leader? Absolutely, absolutely. The very, very first thing uh, is you need to build the trust with other people. And Steve Jobs says that so, so beautifully, Johnny, is uh, every interaction that we are going to have with other human being, either we are depositing something or withdrawing something. Every interaction, whether it could be you have an interaction with other uh, coworker, maybe your manager, maybe your business partner, maybe your husband, your wife, your daughter, your mom, your dad, every interaction, either you are depositing something or withdrawing something. What are we depositing here? We are depositing trust. We are depositing our brand value. We are depositing like maybe a lot of good things, right? So it, it will start with you building that first. It doesn't have to be your title, your job. Maybe you are still like a mid-level manager, but you can behave like a, a CEO of the same company. Be like that person before you get that opportunity. You could be just like maybe an ordinary dad, but like at home, you can say like, I really wanted to be a role model for my kids. And how can I show up every single day? How can I just like behave like that? And uh, whatever that we are doing in private, that is leadership when nobody is watching. And most people, they wear so many masks. You, you know, there's like a, they, they behave such a way like in front of like other people when nobody's around, they show their own 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 character, right? So if the, the way that you behave when everyone around and when nobody's around, if almost matches, that's the perfect example of leadership. You don't have to play a certain way. I think uh, people pleasing is something a lot of people, they fall into. They try to please every single person. It's not true leadership. Maybe they're thinking because of that, you are uh, you are being like no if you if you are just like maybe breaking the leadership principle and there are so many ways that uh, we can do that the simple way to do that every conversation that you you are going to have with other human being ask yourself am i depositing something into my leadership account or am i withdrawing something from my leadership account communication is like really really key component and it starts it's a, it's an easy easy place to start from that, that's a that's a really good way to look at that of of the depositing and, and withdrawing and if you th those of you listening if you think about it in your life think of an example of somebody that when you are having a rough day um who's the person you talk to um that that's that's an example of somebody really depositing there you know like they're they're really giving into you um, and then think of somebody that when you're really having a rough day, you don't talk to that person because that it's all about them um, and they, they take that stuff away from you. Um, I think all of us can think of examples of that. And mm. what you're getting at there is being very intentional in those interactions with other people, building that trust. Um, and this leads in well to another point I, or another question I wanted to have is how do what what type of people do we need in our life in our journey to become a better leader um i guess here's how i could phrase it better can we do this on our own can you be a leader just by yourself or do you need the help of of other people along the way absolutely we can do it on our own uh first of all like we need to know what is the end game and uh, there are there are like a lot of people they're playing 
long term games with the short term people that's there's a big red flag you need to identify what is your long term play and you can start thinking like who all are the people in this space that are playing the similar game for example you wanted to be a good communicator you wanted to be a good public speaker you can go and look at the tedx platform and see who are the people that i can model them and you can start going mile deep on each person johnny that's that's the easy way to do that you can do it on your own and there is an easy path if you, if you if you are really wanted to be that person you can ask for help always like a who not how a lot of times like a people are spending their entire like maybe year maybe decade on how can i get to there versus who is the person that can help me take there faster if that is that is like maybe your priority you wanted to go there faster definitely there are like maybe 100 people in your 100 mile radius who can help you to reach there it could be related to the services that you are doing for your community right and definitely they can they can do the same thing on their own but it's going to take a lot of time maybe trial and error versus they are coming to you and you can help them like a bypass all that you can compress the time from like maybe months and years to maybe a couple of conversations so that's the power of like identifying that so number one what is your long term game who all are the people playing that game and can i model them directly without any help if answer is yes go for it if not maybe if you want to get those results faster identify who is the person can help me to take there faster that's all and you just surrender yourself again like once you identify someone don't have a second thought you need to surrender yourself to that person and you need to believe that that person is going to be taking you there once you believe that definitely uh, 90% success is already happened and 10% the work whatever the mentor that you are uh, going to be working with the mentor is going to show you the path and uh, you will complete that work something that you hit there that is so important when we're looking at investment this kind of goes back to the uh, deposit withdrawal type of language there the first thing that comes to my mind when i hear the word investment is like stock trading or something like that something financial uh, which obviously that is a fi- uh, is a, is an investment but time is one of those investments that we all use um and i would argue is even more valuable than money because i can lose an investment a financial investment and potentially gain it back you don't gain time back that time mm-hmm. when it's gone it is gone so to your point of you identifying okay that's somebody that can really get me to where i want to be maybe that's that's a dad i see the way that he interacts with his kids that's a dad i want to be like um yeah there's going to be times where maybe like you said you can figure it out on your own but can they bring me there quicker can can i help model them or can they help mentor me there quicker um that that time is very very valuable and something that like I said you you don't get back um so that that's something those of you that are listening really think about that on when it comes to an investment of leadership yeah money might be a part of it but are you factoring the time component um and is there mm-hmm. ways are there people that can help me get there quicker um cuz i i would imagine that you would agree that if it's a and a, they're getting helping me get there quicker that um 
if that's a if that's a good person you're talking to, that that time is extremely extremely valuable. One one thousand percent, Johnny. On the same lines, on the investment, and uh, a lot of people they make different types of investments. For example, you have maybe a ten thousand dollars a surprise bonus somebody gave it to you uh, through your work or maybe through your business. And uh, there are three types of people. Type one they go and spend $10,000 on some shiny things, maybe buy a nice home theater system, or maybe change a carpet, or maybe get something, uh, uh, maybe pay off their, whatever the car they have, they wanted to buy something shiny. Okay, that's the type one. And type two people, they go and invest the money in the stock market, or maybe they buy, they buy some real estate. That's a type two. So there is nothing wrong with the type one and type two. Type one, you know, you're going to get short-term uh, excitement because you got a new home theater or maybe you got like a new phone. Maybe everyone in your home got something new with those $10,000. That is going to be lasting only for like maybe a week, maybe a month, not more than a quarter. And after that, that excitement will go down. Whereas number two, you invest money into a stock market and you feel good in the moment when the stock is going up. After three months, the stock market like a take a U-turn and the stocks are falling down. You don't feel that good. Oh my God, like I wish I invested this money somewhere else. This stock is pretty bad. I thought like it's going to make me 10,000 more, but it looks like my money is almost half gone. That is the type two. But there are some people, they invest part of that money into their personal growth. They ask themselves a question. Who is my future self? Where am I going to be three, five years from now? And what are the skills? What are the things that I need to have in order for me to get there faster? It could be investing in on communication. It could be investing in their health. It could be investing in their diet, maybe on the fitness, maybe uh, on their mindset. There are so many ways. And the people who went on to the third category, the type three, they will never get disappointed because there is nothing that someone can take that from their investment because they already become a better person. They already get to do what they're supposed to do for the next level of their life. Make sense? So most of the people, they fall in the trap of like level one and level two, first type or second type, but uh, they, they miss the opportunity on investing into themselves. And uh, uh, the people who invest, they get like really, really exponential growth in their life. Yeah, I, I I love the way that you that you line that out there, and I think we would all uh, feel like there's there's a degree where we fit into those those first two, but I think there's a good percentage of us that don't have any in that in that third one. And to your point, if you're giving good investment there, we'll, we'll go back to the gym. Um, somebody that's spending an hour uh, a day, four times a week in the gym or something like that. There is obviously the time investment um, and then some maybe a slight financial investment. But absolutely to your point, I don't know of anybody that's made that type of investment in themselves, gotten in great shape where they're like, you know what? I wish I would have gone back and not done that. Um, no, mm. of, of course. They are excited and it 
to the exponential part, that might free them up to do some other things. Maybe they don't have to go to the doctor as much because their their uh, physical health is is not as bad or their mental health is not as bad. And that's just example going to the gym. Um, so what what would be some other examples of that third category that people can invest in themselves to be better leaders? What are some other ways that they can put more in that bucket? Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be coming from the finances or money. It, it could be your time. For example, you are working in a, 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 any job and ask yourself, is this a job that you wanted to be two years from now or three years from now? If the answer is no, are you spending any time on your future job? So we have expense and investment. So we are spending time on the current job. Are you investing time on your future job? The future job could be you wanted to be a director. You wanted to be a vice president at a company. Are you investing your time right now in your current job to become a vice president? So that investment will make you like a 10 times more value. It's not just about the money. There are many ways that we can do that. For example, you are 30 years old and you wanted to have a six-pack abs before your next birthday. Are you investing time on getting yeah. six-packs right now? Or maybe on 31st, you're going to say, uh, I will do it like maybe next year and the next year and the next year and it will never happen, right? It's all about like you making the decision right now and going with that, say, I really wanted to commit to. That's again like going back to the leadership concept. Whatever that you decision that you are making, be like a leader. Commit to that decision. Give yourself a, a, an opportunity to stay there until you a, achieve that. So that is how we build our own trust. Most of the times that we don't take bigger opportunities, we don't take like a, a bigger challenges because we don't trust ourselves that I can do that. If you have that trust, there is nothing can stop you. Because once you get in the car, you go from point A to point B easily. The reason you believe that you can go from point A to point B. If you can go in car, why not you can go in your life? The reason is you're not going because you don't trust yourself. The easy way to build the trust is to commit what you are saying it to yourself. Every single day, every single week, every single month, you need to have some audits. Like how many things that I committed to today and how many things that I completed. By depositing more of those completions into your account, your trust will always go up and you definitely will achieve the thing. Sometimes, uh, Johnny, these all sounds like a common, common sense things, but 99% of the time, common sense is not a common practice. We don't apply that in our life. And that's the reason like most of, most of us like uh, stuck in the same place for a very long time. Yeah, no, that, that, that's an excellent point. And it's one where, yeah, we really, really limit ourselves in kind of the counseling world. We would call those uh, uh, negative, uh, negative thoughts or negative self beliefs. That if I believe I can't do it, then yeah, you're, you're probably right. You, you probably can't. If you believe that, it's gonna, it's gonna come true in that way. So, um, you being able to give those little deposits, and and I love that language there of. When, when you're thinking about a deposit, 
Um, you, you typically don't deposit $10,000 at a time. It, it might be a dollar or two here and there. Um, but you can do that. You can do that while you're still working a job. You can do it while you're still going to school or uh, wherever it may be. But just investing that time, investing that effort of where you want to go instead of being stuck. That, that's, a, that's a big reason why I stepped out and made this podcast is there's so much bad news, bad stuff going on. Um, and I don't think it's bad for you to have an idea that those things are going on. But what I end up seeing is people just complain and then that's it. Now, now, now I'm just angry. I'm, I'm apathetic and I'm not doing anything. Mm. I'm not making anything of my life. I'm not making the world better. I'm just mad. And that, that doesn't do us any good. Uh, that, that just makes the world a worse place. So I love that language there of deposit. Um, how can you deposit being a better leader, being a better father, a, a better worker, whatever it may be? You have to deposit instead of waiting for the world around you just to get better. I, I'm, I'm imagining you probably haven't ran into a lot of leaders that everything was just gifted to them and they had no problems at all. I don't think it works that way. No, it's it's not that way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Which is something that uh, you need to earn. You cannot just like get a six pack abs. And a lot of times people think like, okay, I'll go to gym after getting my six pack abs. <laughs> I'll start behaving like a leader after getting my title. No, that's not uh, how it's going to work. You start behaving like a leader, then the title will be your byproduct whatever the title that you are looking for as a vice president or a manager or a, whoever that is, it's a byproduct. So we don't, we have to start putting the reps and you're absolutely right. And we don't need to start with something big. We can start with something small and daily consistent improvements. That's all the mantra is. So your consistency is a, is a mother of mastery. That's all. Yeah. Right. I, I, I love, love, love that language. That's, again, something I, I stress to my clients. I have some where um, if, if they're depressed or anxious or something, I recommend physical activity for all of my clients. And for some that they are super depressed, aren't getting out of bed, like, look, go walk to the mailbox. Walk to the mailbox and back. If that's all you got, do it. That, that, that's something. Um, and and I, again, I love the language that you're using there in a very similar fashion. doesn't have to be complicated. doesn't have to be a lot of money. doesn't even have to be a lot of time. But it has to be something. We have to continue to deposit um, and stop waiting for, yeah, waiting for that promotion just to rain down or uh, to become the CEO just out of nowhere. doesn't work that way. We, we got to put that work in. Um, I'm imagining people that have uh, listened to this show probably want to uh, know more about you and, and try to be able to stay in contact with you. So um, how can people uh, be in contact with you after this show airs? Absolutely, Johnny. The best way to reach out to me is uh, you can Google my name, Bomsi Polymetla. And uh, the first few searches point me to the LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the place there where I post my content regularly. And uh, I have also like a couple of other channels, but LinkedIn is the best place. Great. Well, I, I will make sure to have that all uh, linked down below. And, and Fromsi, again, thank you so much for being on and, and sharing us some wisdom about ways to be better leaders. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. One final insight for everyone, all of your listeners. Start before you are ready. I want to repeat that again. Start before you are ready. I, I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going again based off. You, you don't want to wait for those feelings to all be there. Just do it. Force feed it in there. Start before you're ready. I, I, I absolutely love that. And again, thanks so much for, for being here, giving us so much wisdom. Um, and, and thank you for everybody that uh, tuned in and listened today. And I'll end with that. Start before you're ready.